Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. Before we get into the Trevor Paulus interview, I actually want to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PicDrop. It's a really great tool uh, for when you need to send off your files to your clients or whoever you're working with. Um, you can create uh, private galleries, different folders for whatever various assignments you're working on. And your clients can actually write notes on the photos you send to them and rate them. Um, I've been using it for about a month now and really enjoy it. Uh, for me, it's just kind of helped me keep everything organized in one spot. Uh, for years, I was using like Dropbox and WeTransfer and things like that. But with PicDrop, it was actually designed by photographers, so they really understand what photographers need, and they took it an extra mile. And honestly, I can't say enough about it. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, actually, with today's podcast, if you use the promo code PHOTOBANTER, you're going to get three months free when you sign up at PicDrop.com. Um, so definitely go check it out and let me know what you guys think. And remember to enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER, and you'll get three months free when you sign up at PicDrop.com. And without further ado, we'll get into the Trevor Paulus podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Trevor Paulus. Trevor has worked with clients such as Apple, Nike, Rolling Stone, and Victory Journal, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to Trevor about some of his early assignments, his experience hiking the Appalachian Trail, and also how he handles challenging shoots. I've been following Trevor's work for a while now, so I was really excited to get a chance to speak with him. Um, he actually came up to Boston a few weeks ago and did the interview. He actually had the flu, but um, just powered through and did the interview like a champ. And I can't thank him enough. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. And thanks so much for listening. All right. Well, uh, Trevor Paulus, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time to do this, dude. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It's great yeah, to be here. Yeah, I was excited to talk to you. We've been kind of been going back and forth on Instagram. That's how, uh, that's yeah. how, that's how everyone becomes friends these days, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Instagram. Um, but I guess to start off, I was kind of curious, like, what you've been working on lately? Um, it's actually been a lot of sticks in the fire lately, which is nice, you know? Uh, that's always a good thing. Um, Got a couple commercial projects that are trying to be figured out now. Mm. Uh, got some fun editorial travel jobs I'm about to take off on when I get back to Dallas. Uh, I got a, a nice assignment for Texas Monthly that's gonna. Uh, well, I don't know where it's quite gonna take me yet. It's gonna take me into Texas somewhere. Oh really? Um, got a possible Panama thing kind of in the works and damn that's cool so magazines are still sending people places <laughs> yeah well the Panama thing is not for a magazine but in Texas monthly you know it's a regional magazine so they really don't send you outside of Texas but but Texas is huge in its own right? <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah, massive sure. I was going to ask you about that because like Texas monthly is a magazine um, I've looked at for years and yeah. for like a lot of times those like state magazines can be kind of dull but like Texas monthly it seems like it's always just had amazing photography yeah um, how, how's your experience been working for those guys I mean, nothing but amazing, you know. They, they've just, since the, as far back as I can remember, as long as I've known about the magazine, just had kind of like an awesome creative team. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's definitely changed throughout the, the years. But, you know, everybody that works there is still just great. And they're uh, super open to creativity. And, you know, they just love good photography and really kind of embrace you kind of going out there and being being your artist that you are yeah so yeah they're great to work with they're like one of my favorite clients to work for yeah it's always awesome to see a magazine that they actually like care about photography and even the design like all the typography they use and stuff it's yeah. pretty amazing do you have like any favorite assignments you've done for them over the years um i actually i just did it like a, a month ago maybe two months ago i'm a big like train nerd i love like freight trains and stuff um and they sent me down to west texas uh 
like Marfa, Alpine, Big Bend area, and like basically my assignment was to uh, chase freight trains. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like the perfect assignment for me. You run into any graffiti people? No, not down there. We didn't. No, I mean that would have been tight. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of why I how I became a tra- train nerd. But um, no, it was great. Like I shot a portrait of an old. Uh, retired Union Pacific engineer and then we just kind of like followed some freight trains along with a drone and some stills from from the ground too and yeah it was super fun that's yeah. cool how did that like come together did like the magazine kind of put you in touch with the the train people or did you kind of have to put no it, it was put a it little together? bit uh we ran into some snags with the scheduling of it like what what we really wanted to do kind of we weren't able to because some of the train tracks were under construction so there was supposed to be like a leg of it that included like an Amtrak Line, like a riding the Amtrak from like Alpine to San Antonio. Um, but the track was under construction, so they kind of had to scrap that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, yes, you know, it was kind of like your typical editorial assignment, kind of just changed along the way. Yeah. Started with, with the hopes for one thing and ended with something else, but uh, it was still super awesome. And, uh, you know, it just ended up being a photo essay. And there's talks about turning it into like a bigger, more involve train piece later down the road but oh, really? yeah but the writer did a great job writing some killer some killer stuff for the story it was really awesome that's cool and you guys shot in marfa you said yeah it was marfa what's uh, up? i hear so much about that town <laughs> what's up with that town i'm the wrong person to ask uh <laughs> i don't like it there but that's just me is uh, it like a big city because i always hear no, about it not by any stretch of the imagination it's you it's you know the size of like one city block here yeah um i mean it's cool i like it's definitely got its own little vibe um but I tend to like the surrounding areas a little bit better. Yeah. Like a little bit further south is Big Bend National Park. Uh, a little bit to the east, I think, uh, is Alpine. Uh, and I tend to like those areas better. They're just like a little bit more my speed. Yeah. But Marf is cool in its own right. You know, it's definitely a very... Uh, like a lot of commercials they film out there. And yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's definitely a very hip place, you know. Is that, isn't that those place that everyone takes that picture? It's like a fake... It's like a guest store a or something? A fake Prada store. The... Pro, the Prada Marfa store. Yeah, yeah. what is, I've seen like so many photographers shoot it. Yeah. What is it? Is this I don't, like know, an art I don't piece? know if photographers shoot it. I would say like Instagram <laughs> yeah, influ- influencers shoot it. Um, it's uh, it's a it's um, it's a sculpture by an like a, a installation piece by some artist. I forget the guy's name. All right. Um, but yeah, it's like a conceptual installation art piece. That's it's been it's been there for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. I figured out. So I was always yeah, but again, I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> um, but I guess like to go back, like where do you grow up and how do you kind of get into photography initially? Yeah, um, I grew up around here actually, uh, not Boston, but um, Massachusetts and Rhode Island. I was born in Rhode Island. Uh, grew up there basically my whole life until I went to college. Um, and then I went to school at UMass Dartmouth. Okay. Uh, ended up. You know, I didn't take my first photography class until I was, like, second semester of my junior year of college. So, like, I kind of was introduced to the medium pretty late. Um, You know, I didn't do it in high school or anything like that. Um, And right around the same time, I kind of started getting into, like, music photography a little bit. Mm. Um, You know, begging clubs to let me take my camera into the venue or promoters and stuff like that. Um, And that kind of turned into... uh, Ended up being able to like take some pictures with OK Player and the Roots, and that kind of oh wow, that kind of like rolled into like more opportunities with them, and you know for in the years to come, I was able to do like portraits at the Roots picnics and stuff like that. Um, so it was a weird start for me. Uh, so you weren't majoring? Were you going to school for? Photography? Yeah, I mean, eventually I took some photography classes, but 
college for me was like a mixed bag of like I must I, I kind of lost track of how many times I changed my major. Yeah. Um, initially, I was like an illustration major. Uh, I grew up in a family of artists. Like my dad went to RISD. Oh wow. Uh, my brother went to Mass Art here in Boston. My grandfather went to Parsons in New York. Um, and you know I knew I was going to kind of end up in the industry at some way, shape, or form. But I kind of I wouldn't say I fought it, but it took me a while to kind of find my place. So when I was in college, I was like illustration, literature, creative writing. I think I was a history major for a little while, an art education major. <laughs> like, That's kind of good though. You got you yeah. learn a lot, man. I always say that it's like the hardest thing. Like, like you graduate high school and you're like 18, and they that you're supposed to like pick what you're gonna do. For yeah, a, it's like. So how do they expect people to fucking do that? 18, yeah. you don't know shit. I mean, it definitely <laughs> extended my uh, my time in college quite a bit, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> the lack of being able to make up my mind. But hey man, no rush. to Take right. your time, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, you're kind of shooting music and things, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you, how I started, kind of like really. Was there, was, was there like a point you thought it could be like a career for you? Uh, honestly, it took a while for me to reach that point, too. For quite some time, like even after college, I... You know, continued the music stuff, but I also was like a part-time teacher and a part-time bartender. Mm. And I kind of just, you know, lived that life for several years after college. Um, and then it wasn't really until I moved, and I also like assisted from time to time here in Boston and Rhode Island. Mm. Um, and it wasn't really until I moved to Texas that like a real photography career kind of started presenting itself to me, yeah. which is weird that like, you know, I moved from like, you would think a place that like I'd be more exposed to that kind of stuff. And I moved to Dallas and I was like really more so exposed to it. Um, what brought and, you to Dallas? I moved there for a girl. Okay. Moved there for a girl 15 years ago and that relationship ended 14 years ago. So. <laughs> hey, it must be a nice place then, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, at that point in my life, I was still pretty young and, uh, I had just moved halfway across the country and I didn't really feel like moving halfway back across the country to go back home. Uh, and I wasn't like super stoked on, what I was doing back here, you know, the, the lots of different hustles rather than one. So mm -hmm. I kind of started buckling down in Dallas. I walked into, it was Splashlight Studios at the time. It's now Bolt Productions mm -hmm. in Dallas. And just like cold introduced myself. Didn't know anybody in the city. Kind of talked to them. Got job paintings, like painting Sykes at the end of the day. And, you know, eventually I like worked the equipment room with uh, Brian, the guy that runs the, still runs the show there. Uh, and then, you know, from there, got my name out as assisting and did the hustle for assisting with a lot of the guys that would come in from out of town and a lot of the local guys and kind of just worked my way up that ladder, you know? Yeah, it seems like a good place to start. I've talked to a few photographers, like working at a studio actually seems like a really good place to start because for yeah. one, you learn all the grip, all the equipment, and yeah. then there's this just... A constant traffic of like people right. different photographers different assistants and you kind of just meet right. and I really I didn't know any of that stuff when I first started like assisting and like when I went to Dallas like I knew like how to make black and white prints in a dark room and like that was like the extent of my like technical like, like I didn't even know what c-stand was you know yeah <laughs> uh, so it was definitely trial by fire um, and I learned a lot like you know it was great great opportunity and, then, and, and, and introducing myself to the studio uh, uh, the owner there Spook Bolt he um, he was great he like introduced me to all the right people and kind of it was like a real quick way to get my foot in the door yeah definitely and then like how do you go from like your assisting working in the studio 
Um, was there a point you're like, I need to like start working on a portfolio and showing it to people? Well, or? I mean, all, all kind of throughout that all, I was trying, like I had the end goal of becoming a photographer, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so I was gradually building my portfolio and stuff, but I didn't even really know what that entailed when I first started assisting. So that was a slow and gradual thing um, as well. But I think I would probably assisted for about five years, maybe a little bit less than five years. Um, and... You know, I would get like local local stuff with like uh, the local regional magazines, the city magazines, stuff like that. And really, like what it came down to is like I opened like I've heard a couple other people say this on the podcast, but like I was a horrible assistant. Yeah. Like, like I hustled for the out of town guys and like the guys who I thought were like doing cool stuff, and like I was like, oh, this is awesome, you know. But then it definitely reached a point where I got burnt out on it mm -hmm. and I was kind of like more harmed than good on set. You know, I was just so bitter. Like, because like, oh. you wanted to be shooting. Yeah, for the most part. You know, and I wasn't bitter towards like the people I was working with, but just internally, I was kind of just like, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah, it could feel like a, like a dead end job in a yeah. sense. Like, there's no. Yeah, there's no and stuff. I mean, it's only, you can only hide that so much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, then eventually, I eventually, after about like four and a half, five years of like assisting and slowly, building my portfolio like to get ready to jump into shooting i eventually reached a point where like i had to make the jump because like i wasn't getting hired assisting anymore and like <laughs> yeah it's the yeah. hardest it's like the hardest thing man everyone's got a different path they kind of go yeah. down yeah absolutely what were like some of the first assignments you were getting once you kind of started shooting um it was weird like believe it or not like Right off the bat, I was getting, like, I, I had, you know, obviously, as a freelance photographer, everybody has those, like, ebb and flow of, like, not only clients, but workflow and all that kind of stuff. But I felt like I did really well, like, early on. Like, I shot, I got, like, started getting some national magazine shoots right away and started getting, like, even, like, a sm some small commercial jobs right away. Was that this from, like, kind of sending out promos? And yeah, kinda that and, like... uh like, I shot Stan Richards, who um, is the founder, owner, chief creative director of the Richards Group. Amazing ad agency. Yeah, amazing ad agency. Um, and I shot him for, oh, man, I'm going to, it was either Fast Company or Inc. Magazine, I forget. It was one of those, like, business magazines. Yeah. Um, and I, so him and I really hit it off. And, like, at the end of the shoot, he was like, have you ever worked for us? And I was like, no, but, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm, fr I'm free, I'm in. <laughs> you know, so like that night, I was like, that day I like booked a portfolio showing there with them and, you know, that led to some jobs with them pretty early on in my career. Um, so, you know, it's just the same thing as every, like just lucky breaks. Yeah. That's how it is. Like, uh, I've said this before. It's like, you, you can like market your work to like these clients yeah. you want to work for as much as you want. And like, you know, so, sometimes it'll work, but a lot of times, like you said, it's yeah. just like serendipity. I mean, like, it's, a, it's a mix of it all, you know, yeah. you get, it's a mix of the hustle, the pro, the marketing, the knowing the right people, but it's also very much so just being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, hustling. Yeah. And did you, like, ever feel any pressure, like, you needed to live in, like, New York or L.A., or, like, you've always just felt, like, comfortable with um, Because I know so many photographers feel like they need to do that. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I never felt the pressure. Uh, I definitely, you know, I was probably, like, one foot out the door to L.A. a couple times in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, New York never really was an option for me. Um, just no offense, like, all the people in New York are amazing, but, like, New York's just a little too much for me. I'm like a little, like I, I get like anxious and like I like a little bit chiller of a vibe. And that city is like I can I can manage Boston. Like Boston's like a little more bit more my neighborhood, my, more my speed as far as big cities go. Uh, but New York, I was always just a little like 
yeah too too daunting i'm the for same me. way man i go down there a lot like every month and like i max out on like three days because it's just like yeah it's just so loud so many people and it's right. like da, 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 and but it's i mean like, but i mean it's definitely hard to like not sit back and be like oh man i could be you know landing a lot cooler assignments if i live there shooting better like shooting cooler subject like of course i think about that stuff it's hard not to but um it's not enough for me to like dwell on it now yeah i just look at it like you just have to play the game differently if you're not in yeah, that you, yeah. you have to take a little more effort to like maybe like take a couple of trips every year just to show sure, your yeah book. And, I, and i do that yeah because yeah, i saw in your blog like you think you went out to like chicago like i don't know if it was like last yeah. year or something you was showing your book pretty much yeah my partner she was going out there for work um and i was like yeah i'm just gonna tag along so she went out there and did her thing for work and i went out there and just you know booked some meetings and we, we both made a work trip out of it. And we actually did that here uh, in Boston last year as well. And uh, I've done it, do it to New York when I can and LA when I can. That's the number one thing, man. All, all, all the best jobs I ever got is just from meeting somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course. Just getting in their face. And I also do like, um, I personally like the face-to-face -face meetings a lot better just because, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm more comfortable in that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I also do like the found, I know you've talked to a couple people about like found artists. So I'll like send my portfolio out with them for oh, what's like, what's that? That's like, uh, it's like the, um, is that like found folio? It's like the yeah, online yeah. directory. Yeah. So it's like online and, but they also do like portfolio events. So you ship them their portfolio and oh. they go hold like portfolio meetings. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. mean like workbook does it. Wonderful machine. Like they all do it. Have, um, you, have you gotten any work through that? Like that? Thing? Yeah. I like found. Yeah. They do. I, you know, I like their business model and their, you know, they seem to have a good grad. They fit my, they fit me a little bit better than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's all subjective. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. And you know, like one thing I kind of always ask people is like, did it take you a while to kind of find your like aesthetic, your kind of photographic <laughs> style, the way you shoot? Cause like, I'm always just curious. Cause I know I've struggled with that for a long time. It's kind of figuring like, yeah, who the fuck am I, man? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we ever really figure that out. Uh, I mean, yeah, to answer your question. Yes. It took me a long, and I still think that I evolve constantly as anybody, any artist should. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to say like really just in the past year, maybe two years, I've been like super comfortable with my body of work and like, you know what I feel it says, about me as an individual so yeah it took quite a while to get there like when you look at your work like it's probably hard to do but like how would you describe like what do you, what do you what do you like shooting <laughs> your like? guess is as good as mine and what so, do you tell me <laughs> all right so yeah so looking at your work i would say you really enjoy sports um, love, love sports you like yeah. the outdoors yep and then like it looks like you, you're kind of i don't know if you call it like fashion but kind of i love fashion yeah yeah so it's that's like the interesting looking at our website yeah. like a lot of times like uh it's it sounds weird like some this guy shoots sports fashion and outdoors right. but like it just it somehow works like the how you do it i mean i think it's just a matter of being able to have your style be cohesive throughout whatever genre you're kind of working on you know yeah um i cut my teeth as a fashion assistant kind of uh so like i still kind of revert back to that it's to me it's a lot of fun shooting fashion i, I don't really do a lot of it for work per se i got a few i got like a handful of fashion clients but a lot of the fashion stuff i do is more for like personal projects and fun um to kind of like change it up a little bit give me the opportunity to work with some models who are comfortable in front of the camera rather than like a business guy who you have to like you know hold his hand through the whole thing and yeah. which you know i like doing that too but every once in a while 
it's nice to not have to do that. In fashion, I feel like you can get weird and like do things that are a little bit more outside the box than normal. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, cause what do you like? That, what do you like about fashion? Cause like, yeah. personally, I don't know anything about fashion. Oh, I mean, look at me. I wear <laughs> jeans and a hoodie. Like, I don't know, <laughs> know shit about fashion either. <laughs> I mean, I wear a Providence hoodie, black Providence hoodie, jeans, and black boots every day. Uh, I mean, so fashion is definitely not something I personally kind of connect with, but. Um, from a photography and art, artistic standpoint, I love it. Yeah, I know. I most of the people I follow on Instagram are fashion photographers. Most of the stuff I look at in magazines is fashion magazines. Like I just think it's like one of the most beautiful forms of photography there is. Yeah, I think it's like almost important to look at like um, maybe it's not even like photography or interested in the content, but it's just interesting to look like at a broad range of photography because you can kind of yeah. pick ideas like how, yeah. how they lighten this and kind of yeah. bring it to like whatever your sports or something. Yeah, kind absolutely. Of keep it interesting. Um, yeah, because like one of the part of your work that I really enjoy, it seems like you you love basketball. Love basketball. Yeah. I grew up playing basketball, so for all right. Yeah, you got the height. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you might you, you might be the tallest guest we've had on the podcast. I'm, I'm six four when I stand up I when I stand up straight, <laughs> which is never. Um, With my slouch, I'm about six two, six one. But when what I, what is it about basketball and sports you think you like photographing so much? Um, well, I think it's mostly just ties back to like I played it when growing up, and I, like it was the one sport I was good at. Uh, so I kind of just gravitated towards it. Um, like my brother was a skateboarder and like, uh, I kind of gravitated more towards like the more traditional jockey sports. Um, well not, not sports plural, like really just basketball. Um, and I followed it, you know, I always watched college basketball and March Madness and NBA and all that kind of stuff. Grew up a huge Celtics fan. Mm. Um, so it's just like my, my past love for it is really kind of what gravitates me towards the game. Yeah. You, I saw you got to, you photographed Russell Westbrook, I yeah. believe. Was it for Slam? It was for like a slam, like a slam slash Jordan brand. It's like advertorial. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily like an advertorial, but like it was definitely like pushing, like when they came out with like the Jordan 20, there was like a little feature of the sneaker. I think the Jordan 20. Uh, yeah, and it was, so yeah, maybe not like an advertorial, but it was like a weird little like feature, like release of the sneaker and session with him. And like we shot in in like collaboration with like a big commercial shoot that they were shooting for the oh so it was like they were doing motion and then you're shooting yeah yeah I mean it was you know the typical quick quick shoot with Russell Westbrook yeah so I was gonna say how much time did you get that when you photographed Russell Westbrook uh I mean Slam's great you know um they've they've been great at giving me some amazing opportunities over the years uh that was a pretty good shoot actually I think actually being with the commercial shoot helped us get a little bit more time with them oh really because yeah like we got them at like lunch break or something so like we got them for like a full like hour and i had like probably two or three hours to pre-light and oh damn, yeah that's pretty yeah. good because yeah, i was it was that was pretty actually a pretty solid shoot because i've worked those shoots before where it's like they're filming like a tv commercial and then you gotta shoot stills and like it, it, it varies from like crew yeah. to crew like sometimes the directors they don't give a shit about you and yeah, then yeah. Like, sometimes they're cool they're like hey man well we were never really with the commercial crew okay like they we had like a locker room all to ourselves uh one of their wardrobe stylists kind of like peeled off from the commercial shoot and came and okay. like yeah so like, but we didn't share any creative with them like there was like we didn't share the same art director or creative director or any of that kind of stuff so mm. when we kind of started doing our own thing it was our own thing yeah no it's cool man yeah and uh it was fun i got to collaborate with my brother on that oh really on that assignment yeah my brother did all the illustrations for that which was real fun oh that's i seen that you have a couple of things on your website yeah, that's yeah. really cool like i really enjoy it it's like kind of yeah you'll have like words i think one of them was like schizophrenia schizophrenic, schizophrenic yeah yeah what was that all about and like when 
when did you start doing the illustration? Like, in- uh, well, my brother is an illustrator here in Boston, um, and I've been trying to talk him into doing some more collaborations together, but he's super busy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Schizophrenic was the, the first uh, time we collaborated together. Um, that, that was like a personal project? No, that was for a... Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you're good. Battling a a cold here. Um, We were talking about your project, Schizophrenic. Um, Yeah. What what was that all about? Um, We did it. We did that together. It was the first time we collaborated. Well, first time, like, we officially collaborated together on anything. It was for a a model agency called uh, Wallflower Management in uh, Dallas, Texas. They do a zine. I don't know how often they do it. Maybe once a year. I I don't know that. Um, But it was like their art issue. So we collaborated with one of their models and some, some stylists locally in Dallas and then tied my brother in. You know, we kind of thought up the concept of like tying in some illustrations to kind of like go along with the art issue theme, uh, which was fun. Yeah. No, was so bad. that was like the ori- uh, initial time we like officially worked together. Um, how, got, how, how'd that work, working with your brother? Like I, yeah. I've never, I can't, some people that work with their families don't work, but it worked good. Yeah, I mean, he's like my best friend. So like there was a, like a little bit of like, I think it would look better this way. Like, <laughs> you know, but when it comes down to it, like, you know, he's, his style is very much his thing. And, you know, to a certain extent, like my photography kind of plays a particular place in the piece and he kind of has more of a, of a say over the overall feel. Um, so, you know, I kind of let him do his thing and try not to be too much of a, but I definitely am opinionated and so is he. So that's good. Man. <laughs> He's a little bit of button heads, but no, I kind of really like that. Cause it was just like something different. I mean, you don't see a lot of that. Like it, yeah. it just kind of stuck out as like this different, you know? Yeah. Well, luckily like we, we did that and, um, it kind of got some, got some traction on like social media and blogs and whatnot. Uh, and Slam reached out to me for that Russell Westbrook piece, and they were like, we want you to do the same thing. Like, work with your brother again, do whatever the process was you guys did on that, do it again. And, you know, they obviously had some stuff particularly that they wanted done, but they stylistically, they were just like, you guys do your thing. So. Yeah. No, it's really cool, man. Like, do you feel like whenever, if you ever shoot like personal projects, have you found that's been useful to like finding new clients and things like that? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm trying to get better at that in the new year. It's kind of like one of my uh, 2019, you know, career goals. Um, and I've been doing a pretty good job so far, you know, of just kind of like finding some personal projects, whether they be quick test shoots, just to kind of like stay creative and get out there and do something in the studio for a day or more like kind of well thought out concepts that are like longer form uh concepts so yeah yeah oh i mean it's i think it's like the most important thing you can do you ever you ever have creative ruts <laughs> yeah, yeah all the time yeah i mean and that's one of the things i'm doing to try to avoid them you know it's like you you kind of see those ruts coming and you just try to take a detour and keep yourself creatively occupied doing something else. And yeah, I agree. I got to get better at it. Cause like I'll kind of go in like, I'll go like three months where I'm just like banging out a ton of stuff, ton of stuff. And yeah. then I kind of like, even like the last six weeks, I haven't really, sh- I shot some assignments, but other than that, nothing like really just yeah. for myself. I mean, it's hard in both times, you know, it's hard when you're slow and it's hard, also hard when you're busy. Mm. So, you know, you just kind of have to carve away that time to, 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 to I guess, you know, I, I, I feel like sometimes I stay busy doing, um, work and assignments that uh, doesn't isn't like super 100% aligned with my style mm. um, you know so I try to just bring it back a little bit by my personal work and kind of you know try to change that learning curve towards <laughs> towards like you know the the commission jobs kind of focusing more towards the, the you know towards yeah. the same styles yeah for me like I know uh, this business is so crazy because this is like a lot of ups and downs like yeah, you man. have months you're busy and then it's down 
for me, I think the thing at least I, I learned, at least for myself, is like if I just stay busy, I in just, one way or another, yeah. I just feel better. Like because yeah. if you if it gets slow, I just get like bummed out, man. Like yeah. I don't know. It's, you need thick skin to be a freelance artist. That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. a lot, you feel like a lot of those businesses is getting used to rejection because yeah. a lot of times people, there's this, it's so competitive. And it's just a lot of no's just to get yeah. to that yes, you know? I mean, I'll never forget, like, my mom, you know, she stood by and supported my dad as a freelance graphic designer for his whole life. Wow. And I'll never forget the day that my mom came to me and was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, are you sure you want to be a freelance artist? Like, I've seen how hard this has been for your dad. It is not an easy path. And, you know, I gave her the same answer I would give anybody and that anybody has. It's like, I don't know how to do anything else. Did you recognize that growing up? Like, the, your dad just kind of do it? Did you kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw the writing on the wall that it wasn't going to be an easy path. But, <laughs> you know, it's what I love. And I get to do what I love for a living. Um, I could, I'm sure I could find something else that yeah. I could feel passionate about, too. And, like, I love teaching. Like, I would love to, like... And like I said, I was used to be a part-time teacher for a while, and I would love to like maybe retire back to that, but you know, like down the line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's makes you tough, man. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it gives you that you tough t- skin. I know, man. It's just like you just gotta get through it, and yeah. like you say, you just gotta have the love for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. Um, you one thing I saw you you kind of mentioned it earlier. It's called I think the Roots Picnic. Yeah. And is that something you've been photographing? What is it? And like, is that something you've been photographing for a while? Because you, um, you photographed a ton of people. It's like David Byrne, Neil yeah. Brennan, like a ton of people. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. Th- I kind of lost track of how many times I've done it. I want to say like three, maybe four. So it's the Roots, of the band. They kind of throw like a comp- yeah. So they have like a um, music festival every year in. Uh, festival pair in philadelphia and then two years ago maybe three years ago they started doing it in new york as well mm. um and Ginny and dan from okay player have been like huge supporters of me and my career since i mean literally since like the early like the days i was shooting film and begging to get backstage at shows so uh yeah and like it kind of just like eventually as time went by and they became bigger and bigger and okay player became bigger and bigger and they yeah. started this festival uh, yeah, the opportunity presented itself to shoot some portraits uh, several times, and they alternate photographers now. And uh, I'm, a, I'm Cheyenne. I'm sorry if I'm hacking your name apart. Yeah. He did it um, two years. He did it the last two years, and he kills it. He's a photographer also from Texas, out in LA. Um, man, he does great, great stuff. Uh, but um, so he, yeah, I mean, it comes and goes the opportunity, you know, mm. and it's the kind of thing that like if the opportunity presents itself and I'm not like slammed, I love, I love it when it comes across the plate. Yeah. Uh, and it's like you said, it's like the people that you're exposed to is just amazing. Yeah, it was like David Byrne, that's such a legendary. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. Is it pretty quick? Like you just kind of grab people. Um, like... it's yeah. I mean, the day's not quick by any stretch of the yeah. imagination. It's a long day, but um. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you get more times with the guys than others. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty freestyle kind of shoot for sure. Like, you know, you kind of roll with it, roll with the punches as the day goes and kind of get what you can. Yeah. At least in, in my experience shooting it, yeah. Yeah, and you know, one thing, because I know you shoot editorial as, as well as like advertising with editorial, um, how do you kind of deal with like like shitty contracts? Because like so it pops up sometimes. <laughs> like I've seen in some magazines, and it's been. This shit. is another thing that it, I'm the wrong person. All right. To ask well, everybody's uh, got their opinion because it's yeah. like I've been seeing more and more like even like magazines are trying to like they they want usage for way longer or they want yeah. to be able to use it for like almost forever like perpetual. It's like yeah. I, I mean, I will say there's some wood to knock on. Um, <laughs> I've been pretty lucky where I've never I haven't had to 
I haven't had too much of an issue with that. Uh, I'm pretty good about reading them, and mm. I'm pretty good about like just, um, you know, confidently, but you know, openly being transparent about the things I don't like and trying to talk my way through them. Yeah, um, I've definitely said no to assignments because we couldn't come to terms with you know something that's agreeable. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, I haven't had. Yeah. I haven't had any nightmare issues in that world. That's good. I think it's um, just like communication pretty much. But I definitely am the type of person that like I read every contract that comes across. And if I start an assignment and I haven't read like I haven't gotten a contract, I am definitely pretty diligent about like asking if they have one mm -hmm. or sending one of my own or, you know. Yeah. I try to be good about it. I'm definitely no lawyer or yeah, man, it's, it's sometimes confusing. Yeah, with like the advertising stuff, do you generally do you like work with an agent with those type of things, or how do you have you ever worked the rep at all? Or uh, yeah, I had an agent for about three years, maybe two, two or three years. Um, we parted ways a couple years back, uh, just because it, it just ended up not being a good fit after a little while. Yeah, um, but she was an amazing woman. Uh, I love her, uh, but you know, just we had different visions of brand, like whatever, whatever. You know, it just ended up not being the perfect fit, which is kind of, you know, that's the trick of finding an agent is you get to find that perfect relationship. And I'm a stubborn person. So like, I'm very like, kind of like, I like things done. Yeah. And I like, like, like I like things done the way, like I'm kind of become yeah. used to like doing them and I'm a little OCD about stuff. And so for maybe for me, it's like even a little harder to, to find that perfect relationship. Yeah. Um, so now that I like, uh, you know, that lived, it's like, like I said, I forget whether it was two or three years that lived its life. Um, and I kind of went back out on my own. Um, now I try to do most of my bidding myself. I've kind of done a pretty good job over the years of learning that process. Yeah. Um, but you know, if I'm either too busy or the bids above my head, I'll, um, I'll, I'll rope in like a producer to help me out on it or even sometimes found to help me out oh, yeah. on it. Yeah. So I definitely source when I need the help, you know, cause I don't want to find myself in a situation where like. I don't have the time to handle it appropriately or like I don't have the knowledge to handle it appropriately. So I'd rather someone that's got a little bit more of that experience kind of like be a representative of me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. With the advertising, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Um, and another project I saw that was kind of interesting. It was called, uh, uh, 100 mile Hedons. Yeah. Uh, what was that about? It was like you guys hiked the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, that was 100% a personal project. Me and uh, started off as my assistant, ended up being becoming one of my best friends. Cool. Um, went and hiked the 100 mile wilderness up in the Appalachian Trail. Uh, and we kind of just had like a debaucherous eight day hike through the wilderness. <laughs> did, you, did you start up north or down south? We started north and went south. So we started up at like Baxter State Park. Okay, yeah, that's the end of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then went south to uh, Munson, Maine. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. And you're yeah. just, just shooting photos that's kind of Yeah, outdoors. I mean, shooting photos and trying not to, like, you know, fall down a mountain. And, and, you know, just it was super fun. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, they're a really cool series. And him and I, like like I said, he's, you know, started off as my assistant. And now he's, like, one of my best friends. And, like, we've so many adventures after that. Like, we ended up going to Iceland together. And, oh, really? Uh, big Sur backpacking trip and Big Ben backpacking trips. You know, sometimes tied to work, sometimes just for fun. That's yeah. good, man. You got a good crew, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's important. Um, and you know, one thing I was kind of curious: uh, is there like, ever been a shoot like that's like this kind of gone off the rails, like it didn't go as planned? And like, uh, how, how much time do we have? Yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> how do you deal with those situations? Because like, yeah. you can't show stress to the client, but like, is there one that kind of sticks out in your mind that's kind of like you look back on now as a like, kind of funny story? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I could probably more easily tell you a story about a shoot that went right. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, they all do in a way. Um, 
Uh, nothing that's like a really great story, but yeah. I mean, I've definitely had shoots start as one thing, you know, of I've like a full page shot list. You got like all day with this person, blah, 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 leading up to the shoot. And then day of shoot, it's like, Oh, forget all that. You got five minutes with them in the parking lot. And it's like, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like the name of the game with editorial. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you can plan as much as you want and then you show up and then it's just like, Oh, it's so-and-so schedule yeah. change or the location change. And it's just like, all right, it's got to put it together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's definitely much more, uh, prevalent of an issue with editorial, but commercial, I've had some issues too. Usually like weather based or time based or, you know, something like that. That's kind of where those obstacles usually come in for the advertising work, mm -hmm. you know, time, if you're collaborating with the film crew and you got to run in there and, you know, get yeah. your four shot shot list in one minute yeah, for sure, <laughs> so, man. or something like that, you know, so usually time and weather are the bigger obstacles there. Uh, but yeah, nothing, no nightmares, no giant nightmares, really. Yeah, it's good. It's just like long you do it, it's just like you kind of figure out. Yeah, a way. And you know, you the, just figure a way to find, figure it out, you know. And that's kind of the thing. Even the ones that just don't go the way they go, it's just like you do your best to make a cool image, and and you know, you do your best to provide what you need to provide for the client, and mm -hmm. some stuff is just out of your control, and there's nothing, <laughs> nothing you can do about that. Hey, I mean, hey man, and that's the thing about photography. It's cool. It's like. Sometimes you can have a plan in mind and then it goes yeah. another way and it just c comes out way better than you thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like being that you're doing this for a living, you're shooting advertising, editorial, uh -huh. um, did you ever feel like you need to like create work that would attract clients? Uh, like, do you feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I definitely think I much more so years ago fell into, I wouldn't say that trap because I don't know if there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Um, I just think it works for some people and doesn't work for others. Yeah. Um, I found that when I tried to do that, I, I, my body of work, I wasn't comfortable with it because I didn't feel like it was like stale. Uh, I more so just didn't feel like it said what I wanted it to say. So therefore, like it kind of knocked my confidence down a little bit, you know. But once I got past that and like realized that like I would feel better about my work and therefore like the work I would get would be better if I just started focusing on like truly shooting what I want to shoot yeah or you know like I said like it wasn't until maybe like two years ago that I really felt like my body of work was was my body of work oh wow um so I mean you know I had bits and pieces of it you know whatever percentage you want to say of it I felt good about but it wasn't until I stopped trying to you know Oh, this so and so, you know, this client is over here with a lot of shoots. Let me shoot whatever their style is. You yeah. Know, it's like, I mean, everybody does that to a certain extent. But if you're doing it like only to get that client, that was me. I tapped on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, you know, and you're not being true to your style. If you can do that and be true to your style, then awesome. Like, yeah. More power to you. No, that's kind of, that's good to hear, man, that like even this within the last two years, you just kind of, you've yeah. been doing it for this long. Yeah, because that's the way, like, I feel, I've been. I've been doing try for a long time, but like only 10 years. I feel like I'm, 10 years in the business, I feel like I'm just starting now. Like right. it's, it's like a marathon. This Yeah. Kinda, it, yeah you kinda, and I mean, I still don't feel like, you know, I can't tell you like every night I'm like, I want to start my website from scratch. It's like, you know, like, but like, it, you know, it just, it, it took a long time to get to a place where I was like, I can go to bed at night feeling comfortable about my website, feeling comfortable about, you know, yeah, I was gonna what, ask you what about it says about me and like what, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was going to ask you about your website because you do, you can tell like you, 
super OCD. Yeah, but it's good. Though, it's it's yeah. not just like your like folder folder. It's like you can tell you really put a lot of thought into like how you like organize it. I'm sure Rob and like the guys at a photofolio hate me and like all the emails I write to customer service. Like it'd be way cooler if I could only have this one pixel off. <laughs> you kind of almost view, you, you almost view your your website as a creative project itself. Yeah, I mean I come from a family of designers, um, and by no stretch of the imagination am I a designer. But I come from a family of graphic designers, so I definitely have like a look for that kind of stuff that I like, you yeah. know. And I try, in my limited capabilities, to get it as close to that look as I can without having to like hire someone build like a completely custom website for me, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah. And I like I like it. And that was that was you know that actually was a big help in me like feeling comfortable with my body of work. Oh really? It was finally kind of coming to something on my website that I was like, oh. Yeah, I like this. This is good. This is good. Hell yeah, man. Presentation's important. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like any way you can kind of like differentiate yourself from other people. It's just like yeah. cool. Like, I don't know if anybody even really looks at websites anymore, but like, again, it might just be like one of those things that I'm just like obsessed about. And this is like, I, wa I want it to be perfect, but like nobody else probably looks at it. You still have a printed portfolio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of them, actually. I got one that I ship out and then I got another one that I'm still kind of finishing up. Um, I'm in the process of getting my, it's such a, it's so much work, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I love going to portfolio showings. So I know that probably sounds super weird, yeah. but like, no, I, lo I love it too, man. Yeah. I love going into like our ad agency and sitting in a room with a bunch of people and just talking. Like, yeah. Cause like as a photographer, yeah. it's a kind of like a lonely job sometimes cause it's yeah. just you. So you're not really like interacting. Yeah. So like for me, like when you go to those meetings, it's really interesting to yeah. hear like, what they're actually doing yeah. that, that's like the one of the hardest things because like ad agencies they do so much work you can look at their website but it doesn't really show right, right everything right. that they're yeah, doing exactly so it's kind of like, even when i had an agent like i would go to all my meetings like you know she would bring everybody's book and like i would i'd be like no i want to go like yeah. i want to go yeah um because i just loved it no i, I think it's smart man yeah. and with like instagram do you do you take instagram seriously like what, what's your uh, approach i go it? through phases you know <laughs> it's a weird tool man i've been talking more and more with people about it because yeah some people take it really seriously some people just kind of fuck around on it i guess i have a love-hate relationship with social media um i think everyone does <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's like a super good um, outlet to be able to show your work and, and you know communicate with people in the industry and whatnot, mm -hmm. even clients, creatives, whatever. Um, but it also just so easily becomes a time suck, which I try to be really careful about. Like I'm stoked that Apple now has that like screen time limit. Okay. Like I gave myself like an hour on Instagram, and I gave my phone to like my partner to oh, type. Oh, you can set. I didn't realize you could. Yeah, do that. and like she like typed in a code like that only she knows, so I can't even override it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I do love it, you know. Yeah. But I just I don't I don't like going down rabbit holes looking at tons of work and. Yeah, because it can. I've talked to so many people about it. It's like yeah. Uh, I think for, on one hand, it's like important to like see what other people are doing, but then at a certain point, it's like at least for me like you, you can kind of just like start comparing yourself to what other people are doing yeah and yeah it's a slippery you, slope you just got to focus on what you're yeah. doing i do like it though like yeah. i do feel like it's a good place to kind of yeah put some weird stuff out there that you didn't you know don't necessarily want to put on your website or yeah. don't necessarily want to email to somebody or... and it's kind of like an illusion honestly i've been thinking about it more. Oh, yeah. it's like if you look the at art, like the every... art of the art of perception yeah it's like every, <laughs> damn everybody there's everyone's fucking busy man yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like but in reality, everyone's killing it right now <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. it's just, it's interesting man i don't know yeah i mean i, I do like it though i no, like it. but no. i go through phases. i definitely go through phases where i'm like more active on it yeah 
and posting work and posting like, you know, handling it more as like a business tool. And then I go through phases where I'm handling it more as like a personal kind of like showing like personal yeah, it's work. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Like you yeah. meet, meet people and things like that. Yeah, it's, I like it. I dig it. Um, I guess like what kind of assignments like pique your interest most? Like when you think, well, what do you, when you get hired for a job, what is it? one that kind of sticks out you're like oh i'm gonna like this one you think i mean yeah i like assignments with big budgets no i'm just, no, I'm just dollar, dollar bill. No, i mean you know obviously there's obviously there's that aspect of it you know anybody would be a fool to pretend that they don't care about that yeah um but you know creatively i just like to be i like having the opportunity to just make cool images you know yeah so whatever way that can more um whatever way that can present itself more plentiful than, um, you know, that's awesome. Like I like traveling. I like kind of going to meeting people that I would never meet otherwise in my job and, you know, doing some interesting storytelling and experiencing some interesting stories myself. You did some cool work with victory journal. Yeah. That how, was, how'd that come together? Was well, that, that was actually one of those shoots going back to the one shoots that didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> that started off as like a, you have all day with this person and it turned out like you have five minutes with this person on their way to lunch. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, but you know, it, for for all intents and purposes, I got a good portrait of her. So and no, that was really good. I wouldn't even know. I'm like looking at you. Only got like five minutes or something. Yeah, I mean, literally, it was like here's a parking garage on the way to your car while you're good when you go to lunch. That's so, cool. I had and then when I left my house in the morning for that shoot, it was like I thought I had like all day with her at multiple locations. Oh, really? and, yeah. So shit, man. I mean, it happens. So you know, it is what it is. How'd that kind and of Shane thing? was great about it. I got on the phone with him. It was like. Hey man, uh, <laughs> this isn't playing out the way we thought it was. Yeah, it's only five minutes. And he was just like, you know, get what you can. Yeah, it's really amazing magazine because it's just so. Yeah, man, they're great. In terms it's of like photography, they just let it bleed. Like, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Such a great vessel for uh, for what we do. Yeah. No, nah, definitely, man. It's exciting. And I guess uh, to kind of wrap up, like, what kind of what do you what's kind of got you excited about photography these days? Kind of anything you're hoping to work on uh, this year? I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot, actually. I'm pretty stoked about 2019. Um, like I said, I got lots of sticks in the fire for jobs that are going to, you know, hopefully pan out to be in really cool adventures. Um, I got a, a high school basketball personal project that I'm kind of working on with a, with a local high school in Dallas. That's a lot of fun. I kind of started it as like a little trailer at the end of their season this year and like went to several other practices you just kind of reached out to them and was like well yeah. no it actually came across um i shot a portrait of a guy who was like a mentor to some of these kids and like has a nonprofit that works with some of these kids yeah and just via conversation while shooting this guy's portrait for a magazine i mentioned you know we would we just start talking about passion projects really yeah uh, and I mentioned, you know, always wanting to do something like that. And he was like, oh, I can make that happen. So, you know, yeah. he started pulling some pulling some strings and, yeah. That's the shit, man. Like, anytime yeah. you can find a fucking door to... Cause like, I don't really know what it's going to be yet. Like, it's still trying to, like, flesh it out and, like, really figure out what it is. Yes. But, it, you know, so I, I went to several of their games, rode on the bus with them, was in the locker room with them, went to several of their practices. It's fun. It was fun. I mean, even if it doesn't go anywhere past this, like, it was fun. It was fun. Um, but yeah, but I'm excited to see if that does go somewhere, you know, when their next season starts like later on in the year. Cool. Um, then I, I want to collaborate with my brother again. Like I, I just got a lot of stuff I want to do. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked about 2019. I like it, man. Well, uh, Trevor, man, thanks for taking time to do this dude. And yeah, my pleasure. And for people listening, like where's the best place to check out your work? Uh, I get Instagram and my website. I'll link yeah, it. And I got like a Tumblr too. I guess website you can find all that stuff. I like it, man. I'll yeah. link it and people go check it out. But thanks again. Yeah. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Um, hope you enjoyed it. 
I actually wanted to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PicDrop. Uh, it's a really great tool for when you need to send off those photos to your clients you're working with. You can create uh, private galleries, different folders for whatever various assignments you're working on. And for me, I've been using it for about a month and it's really just kind of helped me keep everything organized and kind of streamline my workflow. For years, I was using like Dropbox and WeTransfer and stuff like that. But with PicDrop, it was actually designed by photographers, so they really understand what photographers need, and they took it an extra mile and kind of created a great product, and I can't say enough about it. I actually use the product, like I said, and really enjoy it. And with the, today's podcast, you're actually going to get three months free when you enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER when you sign up at PicDrop.com. Um, so definitely go check it out and let me know what you guys think, and remember to enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER when you sign up at PicDrop.com, and you'll get three months free. And also, it's got to give a big thank you to our guest, Trevor Paulus. Um, it was a real pleasure talking to him. Um, he actually came in. He was visiting Boston for a couple of days, came in with the flu, still did the interview like a champ, and uh, still it's a real pleasure talking to him. Big fan of his work and can't thank him enough. Um, definitely go check out Trevor's website at trevorpaulus.com, as well as his Instagram at trevorpaulus. I'll link it in the description. Um, go check him out. Lots of cool pro- uh, photos up there and projects he's working on. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough about his work. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, as well as on my website, alexgagnephoto.com, as well as my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.